0: Beckham World Weekly is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. Be sure to click on their banner on this page or visit openmortgage.com forward slash join us. Over 50% of Generation Xers cannot afford to help their senior parents. The HECM is teetering on collapse. Reverse Mortgage Daily interviews former Ginny May president on his comments and perspective on the reverse mortgage industry. And you can't take the money and run. Borrowers must return their money to rescind their loan. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of August 15th. Yahoo Finance reports an AAG survey reveals that over half of Generation Xers cannot afford to help their senior parents. Inflation and current economic conditions are creating problems for senior baby boomers and new data from American Advisors Group shows that those financial issues may become a problem for their Generation X children. AAG conducted a survey to learn exactly how Gen X adult children are feeling about their parents' financial state. Americans want to see their parents age with grace and have the resources they need to live comfortably, but for many families, the current economy is making that difficult, said AAG Chief Marketing Officer Martin Lenoir. With inflation driving up living expenses, an unplanned medical event can create hardship for families who cannot afford their elder care solutions, such as in-home caregiving. Children of seniors are now searching for financial solutions to help fund their parents' later years, and our data shows that the majority are now in favor of utilizing their parents' home equity. And here's just a sampling of the survey's findings. Over half of Gen X children don't have enough money to help their senior parents, and that's about 55% of those surveyed. And the majority of Gen X children are concerned inflation is hurting their parents' situation. Cannot blame them there. Over a third of Gen X children are worried their parents' financial issues will fall on them. 35% of adult children say they're worried their parents will become a financial burden at some point. Over half of Gen X children are not able to afford any type of elder care for their parents. 59% of adult children could not afford in-home nursing care at an assisted living facility for their parents. Most Generation X children believe their parents' home equity could be a financial solution, with 60% of adult children saying they are in favor of using their parents' home equity to fund their later years. And finally, over three-fourths of parents have never spoken to their Gen X children about using their home equity. 76% of adult children say they have never discussed utilizing home equity to fund their retirement years. And I think the takeaway from this survey is perhaps the more effective marketing is to reach out to the Gen Xers. Yep, folks my age who have aging parents, and they have the concern of being able to fund their medical emergencies and their caregiving needs. To be honest, when I read the comments of former Ginny Mae President Ted Tozer, I was a bit shocked. Tozer served during the height of the housing crisis in late 2009 through the inauguration of Donald Trump in January 2017. And on August 5th, in a mortgage blog entitled City New Time, Tozer commented that the reverse mortgage industry was, quote, teetering on collapse. Those are strong words, indeed, that led me to forward the article to a trusted industry watcher. Reverse Mortgage Daily interviewed Tozier in their most recent podcast to get a better idea of his perspective and the challenges that may have led to his comment that the industry is on the verge of collapse. Reverse Mortgage Daily asked, what is your assessment of the state of the industry today? Toja replied, the way I see it now is that it's at an interesting crossroads from a lot of different aspects. The cost of servicing and dealing with all the issues around FHA's curtailments and the cost versus what they can receive in compensation, those issues are what I think are causing some real challenges in the industry. And also, the overall origination volume is not really very strong to the point where, again, you're not bringing in new servicing and bringing in new loans, which are really critical. RMD then asked, while at Ginnie Mae, what perspectives of the Heckam and reverse mortgage did you form? And Tozier went on to explain that Ginnie Mae was front-loading income without having the servicing fee, and he said that was an unsustainable model at that time, which led Ginnie Mae to implement a minimum servicing fee. RMD then asked, what about your comment about the Hackham being on the verge of collapse? The question that I certainly have. And Tozier said, I'm talking about the back end issues and that the fact that you have various subservicers that are having a tough time because what I hear from them is, for example, they need to raise their fees to cover the cost of trying to keep up with all the FHA requirements and to be able to minimize curtailments for their clients. And he added, but they cannot pass on those price increases because there's not enough income on the revenue side that was set aside. So the whole industry is having this real problem because you need to get the new loans in that have the big revenue streams on them because of the fact that these older loans are just putting the whole industry in a tough position on the servicing side. Now, here's a really interesting, and I would say educational point that Tozier made in his interview with Reverse Mortgage Daily. One that came to the cost of servicing, and he said this, on the reverse mortgage side, virtually every loan goes into foreclosure. I would add technical foreclosure. So your costs, said Tozier, on the back end of the reverse mortgage are substantially higher than a forward mortgage but I'm concerned I don't think there's that much more revenue for a reverse mortgage as there is for a forward mortgage, even though the cost of taking the property and possibly having to go through foreclosure to get the title dealt with is anything that you have to do. It's a lot more expensive than a forward mortgage loan. I have to admit this next story left me feeling incredulous. I couldn't believe it. And here's the details. Recently, the United States Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit held that a mortgage servicer's failure to provide the required disclosure, which would inform the borrower of their three-day right to rescission or to rescind the loan under the Truth and Lending Act, did not relieve the borrowers of their obligation to return dispersed loan proceeds upon the effective rescission of the loan. Now, this recent ruling from the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals reversed a ruling in West Virginia District Court that ruled against a mortgage servicer and the purported class action. And that's where I am just incredulous. Seriously, the Western Virginia District Court said that the borrowers didn't have to return the money to rescind the loan? Unbelievable. Now, the parties had agreed that the mortgage servicer did, in fact, fail to provide the borrower with the required notice of the right of cancellation or rescission under TILA, and that the borrower, therefore, delivered a timely notice of rescission following the consummation of the reverse mortgage loan, and that the servicer had not taken the actions required under the truth and Act to effectuate the rescission. But the question before the court was whether under those circumstances, the borrower was still required to tender the loan proceeds to the servicer or whether the borrower was excused as a matter of law of having to tender the loan proceeds back. Now, the circuit court reviewed the text of the Truth in Lending Act law from the Fourth Circuit and other U.S. Circuit courts and the Supreme Court decision that was done in 2015, and it held that all these precedents demonstrated that the plaintiff was not entitled to the relief sought, namely, to keep the property, lien free, they get to keep the money, and avoid any requirement to repay the lender. And the Fourth Circuit Court also held, neither nor any other provision of the Truth in Lending Act provides that the failure of a lender to voluntarily unwind a loan or to respond to a notice of intent to cancel or rescind would allow a borrower to avoid paying back the loan proceeds as part of the decision. That is a crazy court case. I had to read it to you. It just goes to show you just some of the crazy and unfounded claims, quite frankly, that you will see in our legal system. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Heckam World Weekly. If this is your first time, you wanna hear that we have even more content for you at heckamworld.com. There you can find our weekly video series our monthly top 100 retail hack and lenders report and weekly blog articles. Be sure to go there and subscribe. Again, thank you for joining us. And don't forget, Apple users can listen and subscribe on iTunes. Have a great week.